bite my tongue? Never. See, what they don't know what is, they don't know is they don't they're know tuning in to DBYC Podcast, and I'm just discovering the world around me. Kaisha, I love you. It be like God is telling you to keep going. Quit on yourself. You really down bad. Tune in Wednesdays at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Welcome back. Welcome back to yet another episode of DBYT. I am your host, Taisha, and today we are getting into part three of Bari B, the interview, and this section will be focused on Love Bari. So if you're not familiar with that project, go check it out on your favorite streaming service. And with that being said, let's get into it. Moving into Love Bari, can you tell me the story behind that? Oh yeah. So Love Bari was Love Bar is actually a love letter to the industry. Um it was I created Love Bar because I felt like I've never been able to put a project together that was truly like me. Mm-hmm. Like when I started engineering, like I was trying different sounds and, and different plugins and, and getting my like getting my own music to where it sounds great. Well, I'm like, yes, this is perfect for what I want this song to be. And it gives the right emotion. So Lil Bar like started off with, uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll go down the list. Go ahead. I'm fine with it. Uh, so Love Don't Cost a well, Don't Cost a Thing. So basically that backstory, short, I'm going to do short backstories. Okay. I was watching Love Don't Cost a Thing, um, of course, with Nick Cannon and, uh, yeah, it was some stuff that was going on. I, you know, I observe. I'm very observant. Like I talk and I do all that, but I'm very observant. I observe my surroundings. And it was a, a person I know that was going through uh, some domestic um, violence in their relationship. And uh, it was just like, why? You know, so um, look, uh, don't cost a thing. It was just like, yo, like, you don't know, but like, literally, you don't even have to pay and it could be handled. You know what I'm saying? The most respectful manner. Um, and that's how that first song came off. That that was that came from that. Cause I'm I'm a firm believer of uh, domestic violence. Um, I don't I don't like it. Like I'm a firm believer of it shouldn't be here. Um people just need to have conversations and and talk and, and the man shouldn't put his hands on a woman, the woman should put his hand put her hands on the man. And it should it just it's no reason, you know what I'm saying? You gotta do all that. Y'all might as well just leave each other alone and yeah. move on. Then going to the next song, Falling. It was a girl. Um, <laughs> it was this girl that, like, you know, when you really falling for somebody, it's like, even when it was like, baby girl, I'm falling for you. I'm falling for you. Like, I'd be, like, back when I was working, like, making that song, like, I was falling for the girl, but I didn't know where I wanted to go, like, it's like, okay, I'm falling, but what do I want? Like, you know, what what what's next? Like you're falling, where you going? You know, so that was that song. Um, then track number three, late night drive. I told you it came from a text message on Twitter. Well not text message, but a tweet on Twitter. And uh yeah, and me driving to go get some food. And yeah, from there, late night drive. We can take a late night. I heard the beat too. And a lot of these songs, I didn't write until I heard the beat. Like I hear the beat and it just like activates a whole nother, like, 
a whole nother something else. So um, that was that. And then the next song after uh, after Late Night Drive is, I believe it was different. No, it's like it. It's like it. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm over here. I'm over here thinking. It's a lot of records in my mind. But if I'm not mistaken, it's Like It. Like It was created. That was actually the first song that was created out of all those songs. Um, I love that song. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I love that song. <laughs> Listen, Like It was a song that, like, I ain't gonna flex. Like, like It was created from off of one of my good friends. Uh, we were on FaceTime, and I was hearing the beat. And I heard the beat and I was like, ooh, like I like it. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> like I already knew. Like when I said, like I like it. And I was like, oh, and it just blossomed into that. Um, and that song there is just, that's what that song is. I don't even have to even speak about that song. That song is what that song is. You feel me? Yeah. Um, at the like it it was a different and different was about um an ex of mine that uh before i moved back here to valdosta i was dating someone and like my the last like four months of being in atlanta was like bad like i lost my job um i lost my i got evicted from my first ever apartment um had to move in with my mom's friend like uh it was it was crazy like it was a crazy moment and it was this girl that like she was there for me um my ex was I was dating her at the time she was there for me like made sure I was good like I had never like for my I was working since I was 14 I've been working and like like here I am yeah no like lost my public job I, I worked at Publix lost that job then went on to another job all of that and it, it was crazy and it all came from just me trying to stay in Atlanta and trying to not come back here and things just moved in the most you know different ways so different was just about the girl um her being different like bringing something out of me she she made sure I was straight and I felt like it was more music that needed to be spoke about the women that are different because even though I wrote that song and it was it was basically about her mm -hmm. in a in a stand, it was still kind of pushed to more where it's like everybody can know, like, girl, you different. And you bring something out me that they didn't. Like any woman that is different, like different in a good way, not the bad way, but in a good way, like that song is for them. It's for it's anthem for different women, women that hold things down that that even though when a brother is not um, perfect, they still hold it down. That's where that song came from, it's for that. So yeah. that record, and then from, from different, we went into the Juggernaut. Georgia Peach. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! It's funny because Georgia Peach was actually the last song that I recorded. Like that was that was how it was supposed to be. Um, but I had one of my good friends, I was playing the album for him and he was like, bro, put Melvin Freestyle on me. I'm like, I don't know how people gonna take that, bro. Cause that that was a track for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna put that on the, I'm gonna make that as his own single. 
and they was like, nah, put that on there now. Like, bro, that's 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 a jam. And I was like, bet, you know, and I respect my brother Aaron Max. Gotta shout him out. Um he he's the reason um that, that Melvin Freestyle is actually on Love Bar. But with Georgia Peach, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting off with Georgia Peach. It all came from my 22nd birthday. Um, my uncle took me out to uh, to a strip club, and yeah, it was. Lori. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Okay. It's one in time. And I will say that VIP line, true. <laughs> I didn't hey, I didn't yeah. go and be I'm saying she she did say that now that was some real balls <laughs> hey yo hey yo hey. Hey. See, I had two I had two I didn't have one I had two on my birth on my 22nd I had two it was it was amazing it was amazing time time to be alive I threw, threw 300 wands. They, they remember me. They remember me. I know they do. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> you stressing me out, Barry. You stressing me out. <laughs> no, no, Georgia Peach. Uh, yeah, it was It was about a lot of stuff, but uh, it was also about, like, me knowing some, some people that, you know, is in that lifestyle. Um, that's their... That's that's how they make their money, and I, I know those people. I know them. Not to those people. I know them um, on a personal level. So not, not knowing their background and everything, it's like, yeah, like I know this girl from the west side trying to, you know, what I'm saying like I I do, you know, I know a girl from the south side. Like I'm from the west side, and I was being raised on and off from the west side and south side with my grandmother's nonprofit. So I know a lot of people, but it was more of just like, yeah, it was just a vibe. Like, yeah, I heard, I was like, Georgia Peach. And I was like, oh, it's an anthem for Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. Like, I knew it. I When I heard, when I sang, when I sung Georgia Peach, I like, I, it ain't no song called Georgia Peach. I know it ain't. I started looking it up. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but uh, from there, um, then we get to Melvin Freestyle, where it really was a freestyle. Like, I freestyle the rapping. Um, that, that's kind of different for me because I don't really rap. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't really rap like that. But it, it was like, I, what I wanted to express, I couldn't sing it because it was like, it wanted to be felt like it needed to be felt. Like, I wanted to rap. I, I had to, like, spit it because it was like, I wanted people feel me on that and even if it didn't make sense like even with the communication like I said I just checked my bank account I only had a dollar and 11 like I really have a dollar and 11 when I made that song like it was literally I got the screenshot I said I was looking at the three numbers like it's a message and I'm feeling like my angel's telling me to come back to heaven but I ain't really feeling that I'm trying to get back to seven seven is completion with myself I'm trying to get back to Melvin my great-grandfather I'm trying to give back. Oh my goodness. Sometimes I wish my father could get back. My father passed away um, when I was in uh in Atlanta. Um, so I was talking about my father, like my actual 
blood father, but then I'm also talking about my father. Yeah. So we can have communication about my sisters that's feeling lost. I want to know what's the cost for keeping from being tossed. Like the mother girls I used to sneak up in my loft. Like the mother girls I used to put up in my art. Uh, wait, ignoring all they calls. Uh, fake, but I don't want that for you. Like, uh, it's so much in that, in that, like, like what's the cost of keeping, you know, some of my, my siblings from, you know, doing certain things that they do or, you know, because I feel like they do it because that's what's going to make money or, and then I was like, wait, I'm a hypocrite because the same women that I was, you know, I don't want my sisters to do or do. And I'm like, wait, I'm glorifying, um, somebody else's sister you know what i'm saying so it was like me get coming to like the realization of just me stop being such a a hypocrite i'm just gonna be honest like i was raised in a in a in a church home so you know judgment you always told not to be judgmental but it seems like um not for my family for the most part but just like people being around and being in that you know growing up and growing up a lot of people judge a lot of people so but I don't want like anybody that's around me to feel less than you know because yeah. I, I have a battle of always feeling less than I've always like growing up felt less than just in my own mind so I was like because I don't know if I can love you because I don't want to hurt you but I know I gotta push you far away I'm so damaged. Like, you can take that in multiple ways. You know, I don't even know. Like, it was just like, whatever was was um, good, I was pushing it away because I feel like I'm so damaged. I'm trying to heal myself. Ooh. How can I heal? And also, <laughs> like, keep a, a, a person that I, I may care about or, or anything around me when I'm feeling these feelings. So yeah. it was like, pressing that, getting it out, where it's like, Yo, like I'm damaged. Like I need you to. I, I'm gonna have to push you away because I know you need to grow, and that's something I've been big on. Is like understanding that you know, just because you come across somebody or some people, um, or people like at the end of the day, your duty is to make sure they grow and have and be better. Like regardless, and that goes with anything, with friendships, with relationships, with anything. So that's where the the Melvin freestyle came from, which is me. Basically saying I'm damaged, you know what I'm saying? But I know that I'm a heal and I know I'm, I'm going to be um, better. But right now, it's like, yo, this is how I'm feeling. And you got to feel that. Like, you got to get that emotion out. So, yeah, that's that's love bar um, in the story. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, it's not. Because you forgot give or take. Like, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, give or take. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, I was like, he, I know he skipped over it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back around. I'm gonna come back around. <laughs> like, it's so many, like, no disrespect, give or take. Shout out to Tasha B. Shout out to Tasha. I'm over here. Oh, so give or take. All right, so I'm gonna just keep it a book. I'm gonna keep it a book. Give or okay. take, Kay. Shout out to Andrew. Like, Drew. Andrew. Like the Drew I know, Drew. Okay, Drew is a huge reason for give or take, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because he was big when I made like it. He was like, bro, we need to like it too. 
And I was like, ah, I don't want to like it too. He was like, no, too. I don't want that. So, whatever. We had a whole nother song. Me and him had created something for, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that was that of uh like it too. And then the beat, Tashi was in here. Drew was in here. I was in here like usually. We used to always be in here just chilling. You know what I'm saying? And I was showing him some beats because I was getting ready to finish the album. And I played a beat. And Tasha was like, oh my gosh, I love that beat. And I'm like, Tasha, that's my beat. Like she was like, oh well, well, I'll be I get on the record. I was like, bet, but you know what I'm saying? I don't know what I wanna want to talk about on the beat. Like, I don't, I don't know where I want to go with it. And then Drew was like, like it part two. And I was like, bet. So then I already had a voice memo of like, if you like it, mm. if you like it, I love it. Like that melody was already like, you know what I'm saying? Hints of the inspiration. So if you know, you know. But um, yeah, like, and then we just, for the most part, I had already wrote, um, my verse, like my verse, that front part, I had already wrote it, but it was for something else. I just had it, it hit me like like a couple weeks before that. Like, um, and yeah, that's how that song got created. Like it got created from there. Cause I also wanted Tasha to be on the album anyways. Yeah. She was one of the big artists that I was working with. So I wanted her on there. So yeah, but uh, yeah, my bad. Dang, I skipped, give or take. <laughs> Give or take was actually after different, and then after give or take, wait, yeah, give or take went to Georgia Peach. Yeah, over here, like, cause those like I was gonna say this for later, but those like my favorite. That's my that was my four go tos right there, like in that <laughs> uh, those songs right there, yeah. <laughs> those are my songs so i was like hmm so he just gonna skip over it like that <laughs> like you gotta be mindful like for me i'm working on the second album so like i'm thinking of all the i'm thinking of the lineup of that album yeah love our love bar because like the thing that people don't know is like when you go from melvin freestyle it goes into in layers which is love at like mm. That is the next chapter of Melvin Freestyle. So, um, yeah, a lot of these records be freestyles. And I be like, Lord, if I have to perform it, I got to really rehearse because a lot of these I just really like didn't even write. I just felt, wrote it, that, it out. That's a gift. That's something. But I like that you answered that because it feels like you um looking at my freaking uh, question list right now. So, well- <laughs> definitely not the question is um so you know i listened to the project obviously but i felt like he was like this sexy romantic type of person but like is that who you are in real life i feel like i'm getting more like like i said love bar was more of like the like the love letter to the industry but also to to my audience um i'm a huge r&b guy so you know that romantic loving type person is me mm-hmm. um i don't but as much um and that's why i think i get it out through my music like i get it out in that that way so it's like okay i got that emotion out i can be able to move on to other emotions and other stories and other things so um but yeah 
I am. I, I feel like now, like with my next project, like in layers, it's a lot more of like the love romantic, but not as not as sexual. Um, yeah. I feel like Love Bari, I kind of, I made sure that it was sexual records on there that was like for the grown, you know what I'm saying? The older gener- the older crowd. Um, and I say older cause like 18 and up, you know what I'm saying? But uh, now nah, my next project though, it's not gonna be so much of that because I don't want to get to a point where it's like, that's what people know me as. Like yeah. they know me as the guy that type of music, which is like, nah, that's not just me. Like, that's a part of me. I'm human just like everybody else. I, you know, um, you know, so it's like, I don't want it to become like, oh, wow, he's going to drop another four tracks of just nothing but sex. It's like, nah, not really, because that's not all of me. Like, that's just a piece of me. Yeah. And it, it made me think of this record I got on my album uh, called Off of Work. And it's gonna feel, it's gonna feel like it's gonna, it's gonna feel like a sex record, but it's actually an appreciation record. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Um, it's funny because I got it. You want me, you want me to play it real quick? If you wanna play it, yeah, do that. snippet of that right there because you about it so i had to play that because like that's probably the only record on like my next project is like that that's fine i heard it i heard parts of it on ig i believe yeah yeah that's right it's a a different different vibe but no i'm i'm moving more from the sexual records to more of like that song is about appreciation um off of work like I feel like fellas, um, us as men, and I'm even speaking to myself, we need to do more appreciation. Um, and I think that's just me getting older. Me older, I'm seeing how relationships are and how people are acting. And it's just like, how can I contribute to um, in a positive way to, to that? So that's where off of work. All right, everybody, that was the third part of Bari B, the interview. As we learn more about Bari B, we will start to see how much determination and talent he truly holds. Part four will be dropping next week, so stay in the loop as we challenge his strengths and his character. 
Thank you so much for the support that you all continue to give. I'm Taisha, and I promise I won't bite my tongue.